Bedroom Battle Pass. The Archives. Me and you, Season 2. Alright, let's kick it. Welcome to the interview section of Canberra Metalhead. You got Marky Malpas and the boys here from Highview. From left to right, we got Ray. I'm the drummer, and Matt. I'm the singer. Cool. It's good to have you boys in the studio. Thanks, man. It's great to be here, Marky. Mm. Yeah, thank you. Um, look, we uh, just listened to Animal from uh, the. Is it the latest EP that you've just put out? Yeah, uh, the Aftermind EP. Yep. 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 Um, it's good to switch up the dynamic there. We notice a um, bit of e- extra instrument there. We've got mm-hmm. a bit of uh, piano at the end. Yep. Yeah, I think that's um, that's always been sort of part of the, the high view ethos is to, to add other layers that go beyond just sort of your standard rock guitars and yep. things like that. So definitely got a lot of electronics going on. Yeah, so. I, love, I love a bit of an orchestric element sort of in between, orchestral element in between your guitars as well add a little bit more emotion and um sort of epicness to the songs yeah yeah no that was an excellent way to close out that track it's Mm. uh i mean obviously in the metal scene um there is there's a bit of guitar a bit of um piano around and things like that you Mm. do hear a lot of like um you even think things like with um you know orchestrated metal and things yep. like yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Like you hear brass and all yep. sorts of crazy stuff. So it's it's good to it's good to hear that that flows out um even in the alternative scene as well. Totally. Yeah. Um and and also like man, I love some some good piano. Like I I mean we've all we've all dabbled in different instruments as, but yeah, pia- yeah. piano is one of those things that like a lot of people have tried it but uh very few sort of master it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got that you've got that um ability to kind of break a song down to say a piano or a synth or any other sort of instrument outside of guitars and drums and sort of change up a bridge and give it a different dynamic but then you've also got the ability to add layers to as you said layers right as you said mm. right layers to to you know a chorus to make it feel bigger or you know yep. and that sort of sound really pricks my ear up when i'm listening to other music yeah i think we were yeah. there was there's was a bit of influence from uh star set wasn't mm. there um the band from the u.s yep uh who do a really sort of big they've got a big kind of operatic sound i suppose yep. um and yeah that that sort of came through a little bit on on this album mm-hmm. a little bit of influence there um yep. and that kind of came from supporting them wasn't it yeah that, yeah back at the uh the basement uh a while back yeah it was really good i, I and uh, in the writing process too i love you know while i love working with drums and guitars and whatnot it's also nice to sort of step back and sort of have a bit of a play with the midi keyboard and, yep. and experiment with some sounds that are a little bit different yeah. to what we normally do so yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of people draw influences from other bands, but sometimes just trying a different different instrument, you mm-hmm. can even like influence your yourself with other music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. you know, you, you like being a drummer. You know, you could you could jump on a keyboard and you know just muck around. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I mean that's that's something I've I've definitely really tried to do, especially um, over the last few years, is really try to expand beyond drumming yep. and um, um you know even practicing vocals and things like that but definitely learning guitar and um mastering the keyboard yep. as well um 
Uh, not quite <laughs> the keyboard yeah. master. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. It's good to step outside your comfort zone, though, as well. I think you know, and yeah, you got to find a balance between what sounds good with your band and and things that don't sound too good. I'm trying to work a little bit of trumpet in here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, at the moment with a few few ideas we're we're working on, but um, yeah, that's that's been a tough nut to crack. <laughs> yeah, that's what I love to hear. Mixing it up a little bit, not having those boundaries of like, oh, that's not what we do, sort of yep. thing, and just kind of exploring other options. Yeah. Um, I. I think that, you know, um, there is a risk sometimes that bands will sort of take their image so seriously mm. that they don't want to kind of change it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think that stepping out of those depths mm. out and, and into other um, sort of opportunities mm. uh just just like us uh, with the show you know like mm. it's it's we've reached out to more um alternative bands yeah, in the scene yeah. and it's really paid out yeah it's like, fantastic we've had some awesome bands on in the past and i mean like having you guys on today's uh, treat to um to mix it up no happy yeah, to be yeah. here man it's it's, yeah. it's great you know um in terms of style and genre like you look at a band like seven dust who hasn't really changed their formula and it works for them and their fans love it and then you look at a band, I mean, you go back to like classic examples, Silverchair, for example, mm -hmm. who started out more grunge and ended yep. up in that kind of big epic mm. space in the end there, you know, and yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, it, 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 as an, as, as an artist, you have that freedom as, to sort of do what you want over time. Yeah. And if the formula works for you and you want to stick to it, stick to it, you know? Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah. Uh, the way I say it is it's sort of like, um, people are there to watch you perform uh, like an art mm. as yeah. an artist what you choose to do is up to you mm. so yeah. like if, if they're a fan of you and not like specifically one type of of art mm. then obviously whatever you do they, they're going to flow with it if they're if they're a fan of your style not so yeah, much yeah. your instrument yeah um i think yeah when when working on on music uh as a band you can if you if you're sure of what you're doing and who you are as as a band and as artists like you can you can look at something and go that might be a bit out of the box yeah. but it's still us like it's trumpet. still yeah yeah <laughs> well <laughs> you know bit of trumpet in there but if 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 you know if you look at something and just go that yeah it is different but it is us it's yeah. it's it might be an evolution it might be um it might just be another aspect to what you're doing yep. coming in, but um, yeah, uh, I think you can just you can be you can be sure of that, and yeah, people will hopefully respond to it. I don't yeah. know, but I mean, then again, you can't you can't please everyone. Yeah, well, that, <laughs> so, that's and, true. And to be honest, if you if you're writing something that people just sort of aren't too fussed about then maybe you're not doing your job maybe you yeah. do need to annoy some people well look that's the thing like it's all about passion like if yeah. I, like when when i see a band i like to no matter what genre it is like man I, i've seen rock shows metal shows heavier shows than that and you can see when someone's passionate about yeah. what they're doing 100%. and um that's what people tend to look for mm. um i mean man you could go to like a classical musical and yeah, as yeah. you can see passion it doesn't yeah. matter like mm. what the style is yeah, i'm just absolutely like you can you, as long as you've still got that drive and devotion yeah. to to do what you're passionate about yeah, yeah. then it, it really doesn't matter yeah um so did you guys um have someone come in to do piano or was it somebody that you guys that's had in the us. band? that's all us man like um in, in terms of our songwriting process i mean i can sort of 
expand beyond just Aftermind, but um, we've got two EPs. So the first EP was Take Your Time that we released uh, 2016, I think, yep. or was it early 2017? Early okay. 2017. Yeah, yep. so yeah, we primarily re recorded it over 2016, um, but it all starts on my it all started on my computer um and it was all midi sort of bass sort of with your keyboard with yep. a whole bunch of different plugins in uh, in the recording device so i could switch between drums i could switch between guitars yep. on a keyboard like it sounds robotic but it gives me the element uh, of um being able to modify and sort of adjust and tweak as i went okay so the it first allows you to get your ideas down yeah. without actually having to play yeah those instruments yeah which is a yeah, massive it, barrier. I know that feeling. Yeah, so I'm not great at guitar or drums or anything, but I've got a melody in my head and I want to get it out in some fashion. And that includes piano, that includes yeah. guitars, synth, everything. I can put it together. I can give it to the guys, which is what I did with the first EP and the second EP. And we can take it away and sort of then go from there and make it sound more natural, uh, you know, adjust it so that it's, um, you know, like not as sort of robotic and rigid in, in, in a MIDI structure and make it more rock and roll and Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Um and oh, so that's add all the all the year candy. Yeah. That's what you need. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Um, that, that sounds like a cool dynamic. Yeah, it's good. It's I really enjoy doing that and we can sort of sit down and listen to the um, original drafts and um sort of go, okay, so that riff's kind of cool, but we want to change it a little bit, you know, and whether we change that in the initial phase in MIDI or whether we go away and actually get together as a band and sort of just play the song out and go, oh, uh, that, that bit doesn't quite work as a guitar piece. We can change mm. it organically as well. Yep. So there's mm. that digital element yeah, when we yeah. first start and then the organic element when we go into actually write and record. And that's kind of how the first two EPs went. And that was to answer your question how the pianos went and the synths when it was all us sort of MIDI uh, and m the majority of the, the, the that sort of stuff is Ray and myself sort of working yep. together. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. So cool. moving, you know, moving forward, um, as a band, as we've come together as a unit over the last couple of years, we've sort of collaborated more and more together, so that it's become more, you know, more organic in terms of getting together and writing, and less digital kind of on my own, which is great. I think. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Just yeah. kind of expanding out that um, the possibilities for coming up with new ideas and things like that as yep. well. Like you know, we're not all just turning to to nods or well, hmm. matt i should i should make it very clear that we call him nods so from here on in matt faulkner vocalist will be known as nods it's official <laughs> um but yeah rather than just turning to nods and saying you know where, where's all the ideas essentially um yeah. you know we're we're now branching out and um you, you know it might be uh that you come up with a couple of riffs and then and then that sort of expanded out by someone else into a, uh, a more full structure and then we can sort of add the details mm. from there so yeah definitely taking yeah. advantage of technology as well sort of yeah, sharing 100%. files back and forth and you know everyone's yep. really busy it's kind of hard sometimes to to get solid chunks of time yeah. all together in a room working on stuff so yeah. i've, I've heard of that in the past yeah. like we, we um, one of our early shows we had uh, callum from honest crooks yep. play mm -hmm. And his band spread right up the East Coast. Yep. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, it's, uh, yeah, you said that having that technology element and being able to file share and things like that just amazing. Makes, it, makes it so much easier. Yeah, yep. absolutely. I mean, we hear of bands, you know, all around the world now that collaborate internationally, you know, and hmm. it, that's incredible. Like, Even, like, I spoke to the uh, to Todd from Psychroptic. Yeah. And he's from the states. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, right. Um, yeah. yeah, he said that he literally dropped into the band just because um, 
they were planning a, an American tour mm. and they needed a uh, hired gun. So they just grabbed someone that was already in America yep. so that they were ready to go when they did the American tour. That's a great yeah, idea. Nice. So they yeah. met him over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's wow. fantastic. Yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. That was the first time I actually met him. Well, the first time he played in the band was yeah, when they okay. went over there. Yeah, yeah so yeah. Um, like if you listen back to the episode, you hear it. But what, basically what happened was um, he was hanging out with this dude and they uh, called called his friend and said, look, uh, we need a we need a basis. Um, can you guys, could you help out? Mm-hmm. He says, look, I'm going to have to think about it, man. So mm. he, he turns, he's like, Todd, you're, you're a good guitarist. Do you want to play bass? And he's just like, well, man, I have never played bass, but I think I'd work it out. So, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah so fantastic. they met him over there and he started doing it, man. And That's awesome. he's been in the band, I think you said three years now. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and they've just put out a new album too. Yep. So it's um, the, he, it's, he said it's kind of the new album is kind of how he he always wanted the band to do something like the new style so he thinks that he thinks that it's really um sort of me- he's meshed with them and they've taken it in a good That's direction great. yeah yeah you know? nice yeah, yeah going back to that kind of change up in style man like it sometimes it can be healthy for you you know as well yeah. like, and, and having new band members with a new play style or yep. new influences as well can help yeah that's yep. really cool. I, I, we, I mean, we joke about it every now and then in terms of technology, but, you know, like we've we've considered how, like if someone's sick last minute, if we could just set up a, an iPad and Skype them in yeah, from yeah. their bed with a guitar. <laughs> just yeah. plug, That'd plug, be fantastic. Plug a cable into the side of the iPad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a gig you wouldn't forget. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love that, you know, just saying um, like in a, in a lot of bands, there's like a, a, a member that'll drive it. Like yeah. there's the dude that'll like do it. You could imagine that if that was, say, the vocalist and the rest of the band is just all iPads and he's, like, up the front singing with just, yeah. like, four iPads around. <laughs> yeah. Get a real gorilla's vibe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. It's, um, um, uh, dude, I, um, I've, heard, I've heard stories, like, we were talking about off mic about bands not being able to, you know, make it to a spot. So mm. that'd be pretty cool to just see, like, someone Skype in. Yeah, I mean, even if it was to yeah. the point where it was, like, robots. I mean, there's, there's yeah. been stories of, um, like, comedians just being like, dude, like, I don't know if I can stand in front of this crowd and do this material. Can we get, like, a robot or something <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. That's ego. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, like, picture, like, Blues Brothers with a cage yep, there, yeah, you know? Yep, yeah, 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 yep. 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 How would that be as a tour? You just you just Skype in on a big screen rather I think than... every venue should just have their own robots and you just Skype into them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Make things cost-effective. Yeah, yeah you got to buy Like, depending first. on how expensive they are, they're, like, yeah. more aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. Like, yep. a smaller venue's just got, like, the base model. Just a yeah. toaster. But you, yeah. yeah, yeah, you do, yeah. like, a, you do like an arena and you've got, like, the buff, yep. like... Yeah, just Terminator. So it's like Manowar. <laughs> so, I, I think we're, we're going to put out a... You're an official um, call out for venture capital to, to launch this idea. And, Shark uh, Tank. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna go on Shark Tank. We're gonna we're gonna make it happen. I think. Um, oh man, see that's the thing. Like I I'm I'm driven enough to think of ideas. I'm just not devoted enough to act on them. <laughs> so if I could just have a platform like this where I just tell my yeah. ideas, broadcast them out, and hope someone else does it. Yep. Like that, look, I don't. I think of apps all the time for mobiles. And I thought, like, instead of hoarding it, I'll just tell everyone 
and just keep searching the Play Store and eventually it'll be on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just oh, coming in. Or yeah. iTunes, you know, just you're just going on there looking for the thing you've told everyone would be a cool idea. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, just yeah. hope, you kind of hope someone steals your idea. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh man, I'm just going to put this here. If anyone wants to steal it, you know, that'd be a shame. You can make a lot of money off that. Some entrepreneur. <laughs> yep, totally. Yeah. Totally, man. Yeah. Yeah, just, I mean, I mean, going back to, like, playing, you know, these shows and sort of availability and whatnot, you know, like, it's it's never easy, though. Uh, like, uh, we've, we've had these last-minute sort of... There's these situations where bands have had to drop out last minute because of a member and stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know, if there is technology available to kind of bridge that gap, you know, if you can't get someone last minute... I mean, we've got backing tracks that we can run, but we've had this discussion before where it's like, do we have a, a solo in this place but not have a lead guitarist on stage yep. does that look a bit weird you know yeah, like it's, yeah. It's, the, these... it's kind of yeah do you pull do you pull the gig because you can't do it or yeah. do you use technology to if dave yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah if to... dave Grohl calls you up and he's yeah. like hey you want to come play at you know anz stadium yeah. or whatever and then you're like oh our lead guitarist can't do it we've got a backing track is it like do we yeah do, yeah. We, do it do we look a bit silly on stage or yeah, yeah. 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 But, no, i always find in the past it's like when i've spoke to other um bands usually like if they have a slip up on stage or something like that it's only the band that notices it yeah like yeah, it's yeah. like because yeah. they know the track so well that they're like oh man i you know yeah. i skipped like I, I didn't even do the fourth bar in that solo it's just like dude you're not like you're the only one that knows that yeah, you know yeah. what i mean well we were talking about like you know bands having passion on stage and yep. that's what people like really connect with it's the same sort of thing like if you if you make a mistake playing live yep that can be forgiven as long as the performance is passionate yeah. and everything like yeah. that. Yeah. So, I think, yeah. yeah, I think that's, I mean, one thing that we've worked on since we started was trying to develop a set that's very structured and has, has sort of minimal dead air yep. with a lot of nice transitions between tracks, give people a show. Yep. Um, and you know, we've, we've also developed methods to try and if we do slip up or, or whatnot, you know, or, you know, an amp, sort of busts or yeah, whatever yeah, like we have yeah. we obviously have another guitarist that yep. can help cover as well so it's yep. just as, as you know as, as important as it is to have your set down tight it's just as important to know how to recover as well yeah. you know yeah absolutely. and as you know you know doing your comedy stuff as well like yeah. it's 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 having that sixth sense to kind of kind of pick up pick up you know if yeah, something falls apart and, feeding yeah. off yeah. the crowd as well i yeah. mean you guys would have seen the um the super heist gig on that yep. bill yep. recently like that singer just heckling the crowd well you can't really heckle the crowd but what i'm saying mm. is getting out there for the pool players that are up the back and not up the front you know like yeah, he yeah. was smashing it yeah, man he, yeah uh, yeah uh, zeke, zeke is a uh, very very experienced front man and yeah yeah he uses and, his energy every night man oh yeah. passionate as, yep. well, yeah, yeah. as well like but you just little things like that where you just feed off the crowd and the current situation mm -hmm. Like I can imagine if that was like an arena and he didn't have that opportunity to 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 do that, everyone was there like up the front. Mm -hmm. It would have been a different show. Yeah, you yeah. adjust. Yeah, 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 you adjust depending. I, on the I remember seeing uh, the band, the rock band Airborne, um, okay. when they played several times in um, Canberra. So it's really like you know, four on the floor rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, and um, drama they, term for everyone out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just you know, and they actually call. They say their drummer is up the back of the stage in the engine room, and that's sort uh, of yeah, that's, yeah. that's a like really that. good way to yeah. describe it. Yeah, but. I like um, that. You know, he like the the singer and guitarist. He he jump out into the crowd in in a pub sort of scenario and would yep. like run up to the bar and pour himself a beer, <laughs> scull it, and then do continue the solo. You know what I mean? Yep. And I was sort of wondering, you know, like 
that works really well, but how's that going to translate into, um, you know, when they get bigger, playing yep. big festivals and things like that? And that's, you know, when he climbs up the rigging. Yep. And he's, he's about 30 metres in the air with <laughs> yeah, no yeah. strap. Yeah. Sort of hooks his leg onto the rigging and just rips a mad solo. Awesome. So, yeah. Scale um, it up, man. Yeah, yeah. You've got a... You've got a um, yeah, you've got to work on your show and yeah, it's, um, do it to the particular crowd. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And it's one of those things. Like, I mean, we, we did our first kind of... like we, we went out into state last year a couple of times at the start of this year. We did a proper 14, 15-day tour. Yep. And one of the things we told each other was, you know, we, we, we work with the audience. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't matter if it's 10 people or 100 people. You want yep. to give everybody a show. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, we played a, uh, a bunch of pubs and we played a bunch of dedicated music venues and you yeah. kind of look at your surroundings and sort of work out what you're capable of doing with the crowd there. And yeah, yeah and yeah. if it's a more in- intimate show for me personally, it's a bit, it's about making those people feel welcome and appreciated for being there. And yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter if you've got like one person in the audience, you yeah. know, you've got, you've got one person who's willing to give a chunk of their life to see something that you've done. Yeah. And you've got to appreciate that. Oh, man. As, as much as you would as, as if it was like, you know, 60,000 people in front yeah. of you. Yeah. Um, and that's that's definitely our, like, ethos. And that's our way of approaching a live show. Um, you know, things are hard in music, I think. Um, yeah. Lots of people talk about, you know, there's venues closing down and things like that. And mm. um, having a hard time making money and supporting themselves and... So the the fact that some people are still coming out, you've got to appreciate that, and we absolutely do, and we yeah. make sure that if you know, it doesn't matter if there's you know, five, two people in the crowd, yeah. we're gonna give it as much as we possibly can. Yep. Um, to to give back to to yeah. to pay them back for that that appreciation and mm. that yeah, that sure. willingness to give us their time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, look, that's the thing, and like I've I've noticed in the past maybe six to twelve months. Um, there's been a spike in in crowds getting bigger actually in the scene yeah. like it kind of like honestly took a little dip there for a while it was sort of during uh the, well you've also got the time of year as well yeah, like for sure if you if you look back 12 months uh look back six and 12 months you're looking like uh diff- different times you know economically and things like that yeah. it all affects the live music industry yeah um venues closing down things yeah. like that um but look I've said it on the show before, the last six to 12, it's really started to pick up again. I think yeah. right now it's starting to nearly be in line with how it was um, in, in some of the earlier days of Canberra Metal. Like yeah. we, we've spoken to uh, bands in the past that have played metal for the brain and things like that. And they're just saying like, it's only now that it feels like it's starting to get more comparable to those days. Yeah, mm. for sure. Um, yeah. And like, obviously... I've only been part of the scene for the last nearly seven years, so I can't. I haven't been part of the. I've always been into metal, and I grew up down the coast. But coming to Canberra, it's only been the last you know nearly seven years I've been in this scene, mm. and I can see like directly the the comparison to how it was when I first came here. And yeah, like I think it's getting bigger and better right now. That's good. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. like broadly, um, you know, people people have a lot of negative things to say about streaming, and there are some issues, but. I think streaming um, and the availability, you know, like we can just sign up to a thing and upload our stuff and it's it's everywhere. It's literally yeah. everywhere in the world you could possibly want to get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and to be able to do that and to leave the control 
largely in the artist's hands um, is is sort of um, allowing people, I don't know, maybe to take a few more risks creatively. Yep. And when that sort of stuff starts to happen, that's when people really start to find um, music that they really love. Yeah, exactly. And so that's that's sort of looking at it in the broader sense. Yeah, but if yeah. you scale that down to like a Canberra focus, yep. like um, just I suppose when there's a lot of general excitement in the music industry and there's a lot of things happening... Um, that's going to reflect, you know, people are like, yeah. well, maybe I will go out to my local show or, yeah. you know. Well, you can hear bands before you see them. Like, mm. for example. Exactly, yeah, yeah. You know, um, I, I've said, I said it before early in the show, like reaching out to different bands and having different dynamic on this show ha- has helped, um, you know, expose me to more music. That's great. And yeah. I don't think that I would have that same level of exposure without the technology that we currently have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. I can look up bands, I can look up music, um, and and you know, um, we'll go into it more um, towards the end with you know plugs and things like mm. that. But obviously, you can buy music uh, from bands now, um, and you can get that money without having to sell me a CD at a show. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Or, yeah. or post a CD out to me yeah. or anything like that. So, like, you, although um, while streaming exists, you might have less um, likelihood of selling an album as opposed to people just streaming it and yeah. not. If someone does like it and they're a true, like, lover of, of, of the music, they will buy that album sure uh, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? we, we, yeah we've we've sent um albums like all around the world and it's amazing like it's it's like it's the, the craziest thing you know someone in austria yeah. orders yeah. your cd yeah and i've I'm heard like, that like yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool when yeah, you just really get cool, sh- shipping stuff overseas yeah yeah, yeah. And and, i mean i'd love to go over like i mean i'd love to go to europe and play i'd love to go to japan as a sort of a, a, yeah. a special place that i'd love to go and play uh, music but um yeah, just being connected, um, you know, online these days makes things so much easier. And and just hearing that sort of validation from, I mean, having that validation in Canberra that people enjoy music is great. Um, you know, I've been in this scene since the late 90s. Yep. Um, but, uh, you know, also going into state and having that validation that people enjoy what you're doing, you know, whether they buy a CD or whether they come and watch a show. But then also hearing from austria or england the uk yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. or wherever like that that we've got people over there that have actually heard it. it's pretty cool you know like we've been a band for solid kind of two years and um we're still you know fairly young so hearing things like that for us is 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 pretty nice like it's it motivates us yeah, yeah for know, sure to keep going yeah. so yeah, yeah no yeah. It's, it's good to just to um yeah to have that reach yeah. and yeah. you know we wouldn't have gotten that you know even 15 years ago it would have been so much harder to do so, yeah absolutely yeah. yeah 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 so like um we i've had bands on the show here that have been part of that scene from like the 90s and things like that mm. and um you know we had um you know we spoke to i spoke to a reggae from rain and terror he mm-hmm. said man i used to work at australia post i used to get the stamps that weren't used yeah. and just use them to just randomly distribute our albums yeah, to people. Yeah, like, yeah. just, yeah. just yeah, like yeah. you sit you you you're like oh man i can you know i can get a few stamps here like post some stuff out to random people who yeah. like yeah, even yeah. even like people that as a courier someone would buy like a stack of cds you go to deliver them and you're like oh yeah 
if you, if you, if you like music, here's my album too. Yeah. Just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. have that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that kind of that, that Just, kind of yeah, that kind of strategy is really, really it's really clever. And people these days, I mean, you can translate that into the digital era where people are very savvy now, like with their promotion and with yeah. the way that they use online tools and stuff yeah. like that. And yeah, I think you need a little bit of that creativity to kind of push yourself ahead a little bit and yep. stand out a little bit. So yeah, yeah, that's a perfect example of sort of thinking outside the box. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and also it's like, it's also good when people are welcoming to that. Like yeah. I've reached out to promoters before and it's good when they're sort of like, oh, cool, you know, like if you're at that gig, come and say hi, it'd be good to meet you. You know, mm, people yeah. are, I think this, the stigma of like someone contacting you online is is a little bit better now than it used to be. Like yeah, if I yeah, didn't know absolutely. someone and they messaged me normally, you'd mm. kind of be like, ah, uh, you know, who's this person? But I think now it's become a bit more of like a a tighter community. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And you're more welcoming to someone being like, hey, I've got a show coming up. Do you mind sharing yeah. it on the page or yeah. something like that? Like you can, you obviously still need to do a little bit of legwork. Yeah. But yeah. I think that, um, I think that the, the stigma is a little bit better than it used to be. Hundred percent. I um. I mean, I used to like you know when I was in my bands in the early two thousands, tear my hair out trying to, uh, you know, bridge gaps, make connections with people outside of Canberra. And these days, like, it's it's fantastic. You know, like we 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 develop these relationships through something yeah. like Facebook Messenger with these bands. Mm. You know, and we we may not meet face to face until show day. You know, and we yep. we all we all get up and play together and then have a beer afterwards. And, yeah. You know, it's kind of like. I don't know, horrible analogy, but like the Tinder for... Yeah, there's another one for the campaign. We yeah, can yeah. market that. Yeah. Like, So it, it, whoever was listening to that bit earlier trying yeah, yeah. to get app designs, just yep. keep this one in mind. <laughs> yeah. Basically, yeah, yeah, just basically like-minded <laughs> bands that want to hang out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I don't you know. Get, I don't... Your, get your thing out and so, you know, they, they look like a good band. They'd be good to yeah. share yeah. a stage with, you know, we'll swipe on them. And... Hey, yeah. look, I, I could even see it being like, a, um, hey, look, I... I know this is weird. I, I just I just met you, but I was wondering if you could share a backline. Yeah, 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 totally. yeah, 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 yeah. Swipe left, swipe right, depending on what the needs are. Yeah, you would yeah. honestly think that they're like that. That's all jokes aside. That's a legitimate idea, yeah. right? Just yeah. having yeah. like having like a backline sharing thing for touring, yep. touring and things like that. Yep. Like one manageable app where everyone can sort of sort of like, all right, I'm going to bring you know whatever for 100%. the for the back line. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a great yeah. idea. I mean, it all comes back around to technology, man. Like yeah. that 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 side of things like I mean, yeah, like Messenger has made things so much easier for group yeah. chats jumping on straight away, not having to send an email and wait wait for a reply or you know, even way back in the day when it was like trying to make a phone call to get in touch with someone, you know. Um I think it's fantastic. I think yep. um uh like um projects like you know band crash online where it's like you know you've got a place to stay if if, if it's available like a couch yeah. to sleep on you know or whatever. Yeah. yeah that helps yeah. like yeah. because i know i know of a lot of bands that will be put out because they can't make make a trip um because they haven't got a place to stay mm -hmm. or they're not sure about so things like that is is always um going to yeah. help the scene absolutely man it's but not, um not cheap yeah i think yeah. Every, you know everyone's kind of doing a lot of what they do in music these days on a bit of a shoestring and, yeah. and things like that. So, yeah, it's good to make use of these resources. And, I mean, like, you know, if it means that um, some band is able to tour to somewhere they've never been before and make yep. new fans or, you know, some band even to be able to exist because yep. members are all over the place, you know, yeah. then then I think it's done its job. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, you're seeing that a lot. And it also makes... It, 
because there's a lot more of that kind of DIY element to it. Yeah. Um, you sort of, I don't know, everything seems a bit more genuine. Like yeah. when you when you see a post from a band on, on social media or whatever and, you know, it's from that particular member and you can comment back and they might comment back as well and you just... Like that couldn't have happened. Yeah, exactly. You know, or like a while ago, it's, it's crazy. Like sometimes you'll you'll see something that like a band that you look look up to, mm. like might like one of your statuses or something. You're just yeah, like, yeah. whoa! Like totally, yeah. it's crazy. Well, actually, like yeah. um, I uh, follow uh, Brad Wilk, the drummer from Rage Against Machine. Yep. Number of other things on uh, Instagram, and he there was a photo where he had. Uh, uh, tape around his fingers yeah and just with the tour my my fingers were starting to get a little bit kind of torn up from playing so much yeah and i just commented i was like what what do you use on your fingers like because yeah. i'm starting to tour a lot more and it's really starting to tear my hands up and he, he commented back you know like yeah one feedback. of the biggest bands awesome. in the world yeah. yeah yeah that's so good that's it's, fantastic I yeah reckon. absolutely um, best, the best one was um when um we played with cog and our other guitarist matt kendrick just posted on Instagram and just randomly the bloody beetroots came back and like commended. Like us. And we were like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah, exactly. When, when you know his uh, opinion of the Italian dance powerhouse that is the bloody beetroots, um, yeah. that uh, is yeah. a lot more funny. He's, more, not, he's yeah. not a massive fan. Yeah, not it was a massive pretty funny. Fan. Speaking of, um, you know, previous projects, we, mm. we were speaking off mic before about some of the previous projects and current projects you guys have got going. Yeah, yeah. Um, Matt, I know now that, uh, you, you know, we've got um, Escape Syndrome as well, which yep. is like a, a band that goes fairly fairly well with, with high viewers. Yeah. Um, you guys were on the set um before mm-hmm. uh what what sort of uh, how you found you know mixing it up having two two projects at the same time we've um so escape syndrome has been around for about 12 years give or take uh now and it's 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 been a, a fantastic project to be involved in because as you know the canberra community of musos is so intertwined and um, we were able to kind of really get our um, footing early on, like through um, uh, the green room, like in uh, Gary Peden and the old uh, Philip green room and get a whole bunch of shows there, get to know the guys in Tonk, um, you yep. know, um, another Canberra rock band and a whole other oh, dude, bunch of bands. Oh, one of the legends. And, hey? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And um, it, it, it just, just being able to do that and sort of um, get to know each other, we all sort of intermingled and got involved in other projects if tonk's original drummer couldn't play drums then uh, like matt Tennant, my drummer for escape syndrome will go over and he's now a permanent member for them as well mm-hmm. so um we're you know we're, we're kind of used to uh, interchanging between groups and projects we also do a whole bunch of uh covers cover nights you know the 90s nights yeah, and the yeah. 80s nights Absolutely. as well so um it, it it's kind of we're used to it we're, yep. you know like and what happened in terms of escape syndrome and high view was that my brother who's a guitarist in escape syndrome went overseas for a couple of years and um we were you know we were kind of sort of on hold we were never broken up but yep. I, was, I still had that itch to do something original and like i was doing a lot of cover stuff too but um sort of in 2014-15 i started compiling all of my old uh, riffs and bits and pieces and sort of started high view and then my yep. brother came back we all kind of looked at each other and went, do we still want to do this? And yeah. everyone was like, hell yeah. So, you yep. know, we're writing and recording at the moment. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's not it's not difficult. We, we all understand that we all have different projects. Um, you know, yeah. the drummer in Escape Syndrome is also in a hip-hop group. He's, yeah, cool. you know, so, you know, we talk about diverse kind of genres. Yeah, influences yeah, and things like 100%. that. Yeah, 100%. So we're all, you know, we're, I mean, and Ray's been in a whole bunch of different projects as well over the years. And yeah. we're all... 
um, I think I think that's the best thing about Canberra. You know, it's a tight knit group. Yep. For the most part, and um, someone there's always going to be someone there to kind of cover for you if need be. And then if you want to start a project, there's there's very little you know animosity I've ever experienced when, yeah. when that sort of thing happens. You know, you've got to. Yeah, I think I yeah. think that people understand that there's just not um, like things like animosity and stuff. It's not. Um, it's not sort of. It's not a way forward yeah. for the scene. Like it's totally. something Absolutely. that it's 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 not it's not uh, progressive, mm. and uh, I think people get that fairly early on. So yeah. it's good to see. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. love it. I love the collaborative element um, that we have in Canberra. I know that um, I'm comforted by the fact that if one of our guitarists couldn't do it and we had enough notice, we could get a, a filling guitarist anywhere. Yep. And yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's just kind of the way it works here. And yeah. Mm, yep absolutely no that that helps and and also like we're speaking about at the start of the show sometimes you'll follow an artist and then you're happy with whatever they've wherever they take their yeah. their art yeah yeah so like for example um I, I don't know if you guys know um kimmy from black mountain mm. now i i've watched kimmy play since he was in toxic man mm-hmm. you know and that was oh. a punk band versus a black metal band yeah things like that it's just completely different yep. but i i dig his um well in in black mountain he's got the vocals and guitar like i i, I dig him as an artist mm. so you just um dynamically change with what they're doing sure so i'm sure yeah. that it's the same with anyone really like yep. if you like you said with hip-hop like you've probably been out to some of your boys hip-hop shows yep. or whatever he's into you know you support that uh we we've um we've had people like uh the guys from grand duke Yep, and the um they they've all obviously got um an alternative side to their band, mm-hmm. and they've also in other projects. So like it's not just what they were doing, but mm, it was yeah. also some other stuff that they were doing on the side. Yep, which yep. is like yeah, we go out to his other shows where he just does like random like improv-y or or, or mm. like background guitaring like acoustic yep. yeah, yeah. stuff things like that and it just everyone supports each other yeah i love man jason tundrell and um grand duke like i'll anytime i hear he's doing anything new i get excited man i yeah. love his voice he's yeah. he's fantastic yeah, man yeah. he's another staple of canberra dude he's yeah. yeah yeah it was rad having him in in here on the show because you know just some of the the um some of that energy that he brings to the stage, he he, he can just bring it into an interview mm. and like talk about some funny stuff, yeah. you know, things like that, um, like stories. Um, like you said, you sometimes you have a front man that doesn't turn it off. Mm. Like it's, it's sometimes you'll see people that have a different stage presence to yeah, their yeah. to their off stage presence. Yeah. yeah. But then other people are just living it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Right? No, that's it. And my wife yeah. says I'm 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 two different people. Like I'm pretty reserved when I'm off stage, but when I'm up on there, I'm, yeah. I give people a bit of a show, which is yeah, that's yeah, cool. it's my outlet. Yeah. It's like I say to people like whenever um whenever i'm hanging out it's just like you need to understand i can't stop being a comedian like i i'm always i'll i'll make like a situation and have a i'll laugh at a situation that i think's funny no matter how serious it'll actually be or i'll find the funny side of something i I was thinking about that recently i reckon that's sort of the difference between musicians and comedians i think i think you can whatever you end up doing you can you can always learn to be a good musician yeah you can practice and you know you could start off with absolutely no talent whatsoever and get to a point where you're really good you may not be a, a, a great creative person but you may yeah. you'll be able to play something really well if you put your mind to it comedy yeah i think is something completely different 
Um, yeah, well, see... I, th- I think you have to be naturally funny. Well, see, comedy is <laughs> like a personality. Yeah, absolutely. That you bring to a stage. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, on the stage, you you sometimes pick it up a little bit more mm. than normal. Yeah. Yeah, so the, the community is pretty tight. And you've, you mm. mentioned um, before that Ray had some other projects as yeah, well. Yeah, it, yeah. So I was... Um, probably cut my teeth on the live scene in a band called Australian Kingswood Factory, yep. uh, which is still going down in Melbourne. Uh, the guitarist Lindsay still still rocking hard. Yeah. Uh, so that was a that was a as the name might suggest, a really Aussie rock. Um Yeah, I've seen them on a few bills around yeah, the place. Yeah, 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 with a bit of a bit of a kind of rockabilly bent to it. I think the first um, time I ever seen them play was with the VBs at the basement. Um, yeah, probably, right. Probably yeah, about yeah. probably that's going on four years ago now. Yeah, yeah. I remember doing. Um, we actually played summer nuts with uh-huh. the VBs. Yeah, which was yeah <laughs> interesting. Um, Insert any word you want there. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the VBs handled it better than we did because they had a barbecue on stage and they gave out sausages to oh, the that's crowd. Fantastic. So oh man, they won everyone over with Jeez. that. But um, yeah. So I've, I've played in. Uh, in that and then from that i went into a band called second sun which was is still going in canberra um and that's sort of like alternative um acoustic rock sort of really influenced by bands like the tea party and stuff like that um and then from there uh i ended up playing in a band uh that i've known and kind of followed around and done stuff well just been friends with the people in them uh it was the band of Julia Johnson, so it's called Julia and the Deep Sea Sirens. She's now operating under her own name, yep. uh, just Julia Johnson in Sydney, but um, uh, did a single called Lake George with them, and that was, um, you know, what what I'm trying to sort of show you here is the, the big arc of yeah, musical yeah. styles that I've gone on. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, and then from there, I've uh, sort of got into... Uh, starting to like produce music for t- TV and films and things like that as well, mm-hmm. um, as well as dabbling in kind of electronic music. And then Highview came up. Um, I was like, hey man, I need, and, I need uh, a drummer. Sort of gone full circle back to back to rock, although it's very different rock uh, to mm. Australian Kingswood Factory. But um, excellent. Yeah, but we still give you that time and space to kind of do what you need to do with your your, your movies and TV. Yeah, and stuff absolutely. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's. Um, yeah. But it's good because of all of that, you know, we've all sort of ended up with our own little setups at home as well. So it all yeah, kind of helps towards uh, the, the common goal, I yeah. suppose. And yeah. before Highview, we kind of, again, Canberra being Canberra, we all kind of intermingled in different projects. And Ray was, you know, with um, Jack and Kendrick. Matt, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. that's one band. Yeah, I forgot to mention the, uh, a band called The Glaciers, which was like a um, sort of kind of alternative rock band uh so jack the bass player from uh highview was the bass player for that band and um he he finished doing that uh with uh the glaciers and then it just i just sort of got thrust into the position of bass player even though i wasn't actually a proper bass player and didn't even have the proper gear you look so strange Um, strange but it was fun yeah it was fun so look i mean that's that's sort of the history and then we've all been involved in yeah like um nods has said the uh 80s and 90s nights put on by shags at the basement um which you know everyone should get along to if when they're on in the future they're really great i mean Um, from a from a crowd perspective man like you know like we play all the all, all the songs that everyone can sing along to from those, you know, the 80s and 90s and like the crowds really, really dig it. And then from a band's perspective, 
just um, it's been a really good opportunity to network with bands and band members that you'd never played with before. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 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 Un- yeah. And, and crowds good. you might not normally see, like yeah. Someone, yeah. someone that they might not recognise a local band, yeah. um, but they recognise a band that's playing on a 90s music festival yeah, totally. and they'll come to watch that and they'll be like, who are these guys? Yeah. And yeah. you say, oh, they're normally this band. Yeah. And they're like, cool, I have to catch one of their original sets, you know, yeah. so yeah, it kind yeah. of does help branch out. Yeah, that's kind of happened a couple of times. I mean, I get up on stage and I'm making a note to say to the crowd, you know, like, we, we love doing this, but we also do original acts. And, you know, I'm in Highview and Escape Syndrome and he, these other guys that I'm with are in these these projects, yeah. you know, have a chat to us afterwards if you want more info, you know. Yeah. Like, I think it's a good stage to kind of um, promote, you know, like the live scene, even if it is just covers and uh, for these festivals, but also the original stuff that we all do together. So yeah, yeah. for sure, man. Like just it, the general musicianship and quality yeah. of stuff that people can produce in Canberra. Like, yeah. it's an exciting city for music. Yeah. Honestly, hmm. um, yeah. It seems like, um, we're, like we're talking off mic about this. When you see cover bands, you you also see the talent that that everybody yeah, has. Totally, yeah. and um, like. For example, um, when you see like the, you you guys might have been at the um, like the Metallica Slayer like covers that they've done recently. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, dude, these guys like are just nailing massive like A grade performances. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and and just playing it just as good as yeah. You know, no, we yeah. love the music. Yeah. You know, we're we're inspired by these bands and. Um, we we love playing these shows. I mean, I I personally like I, I really enjoy creating my own music, but I also love just getting up on stage and entertaining people, even if yeah. it's just cover stuff. You know, like I want to give people their money's worth and yeah, get them involved and yeah, yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. All right. Um. So we heard um we heard at the start we had Animal with um the in- intro to the mm-hmm. thing. We spoke a little bit more about that. Yeah, you guys have uh, just dropped a uh, music video. Yep. Um, yep. from the new EP, you had a song there. What was? Yep. Um, could you tell us a bit more about about that uh, music video? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So this is, um, I guess, technically the third um, video that we've uh, released, uh, and it's for the uh, song contained. And um, we, for um, our first single, Simple Life, we kind of went all out and went to Melbourne and um, filmed that in, a, in an awesome little space and got a proper camera crew and everything. And that was an amazing experience. Mm-hmm. Um, after uh, Animal, the, the second was um, a video sort of just from the tour at the start of the year, mm-hmm. just a video, uh, video diary. Um, contained is all done all in-house by ourselves. Um, we, had okay. to, we had to kind of stretch our creative muscles a little bit yeah, more yeah. and um, yeah. yeah, save a little bit of money and um, try, try a few different things um, uh, like in different locations around Canberra, yeah. Um, you know, and we wanted to do something that was a little bit abstract and, um, uh, you know, had a splash of colour to it, um, mm-hmm. b- but also sort of showed off the sort of energy that we have on stage as well, a concentrated mm. element of energy that we have. Um, and we we ended up, um, if, if, you know, you can go check out the video uh, on our Facebook page. We need to get it up on YouTube. It is up on YouTube. Oh, it is, yeah, yeah, it's up yeah. on YouTube. It's all over YouTube. Yeah, so just check out High View Contained. Um, and that was a good experience, like just working together and trying yep. to do things, again, going back to that DIY element, sort of um, how can we do this and make it look as professional as possible uh, by, you know, but also make it feel like it's a High View song and yep. yeah. encapsulate sort of what we do on stage, high energy kind of rocking out. Um, and you know, like we came up with a couple of concepts. Um, I, I sort of threw out ideas about the idea of motion, um, you know, spinning around or moving left and right, but sort of having the musician sort of stationary. So everything's happening around you. Um, so we, we threw out a couple of ideas, um, 
like uh, like getting a skateboard and sort of standing on it and having someone pull it along yeah, cool. um, yeah, yeah. while we were filming. Um, and, and I think there was a few uh, health hazards involved in that, number one <laughs> being I've never yep. been on a skateboard before. So, Ooh. yeah, I didn't want to eat eat. Eat, um, eat, eat dirt. <laughs> eat dirt. <laughs> um, yeah, and then so we we did we did one idea that stuck was um, we like we really like this idea of spinning around. So there's a section throughout the song um, where you'll see us and like the world is kind of moving around behind us and the lights are kind of moving like a day night cycle. Yep. And we were trying to figure out how to do that, and I'm like, well, we could go find uh, one of those spinny merry-go-round things at a playground. Yeah. Yeah. So we we're like, okay, so we scouted out like the dodgy guys we are like all around Canberra trying to <laughs> find yeah yeah it. we went to all these playgrounds around Canberra just these hairy musicians yeah. showing up yeah. to kids playgrounds yeah. but we were, we were after thinking, the kids have left yeah <laughs> we were thinking of playgrounds that we had in the 90s that were like death traps yeah. with those big metal spinny oh, things yeah, and 40 yeah. feet slippery dips and you know and we get to these playgrounds static and for days yeah yeah 100% and we get to these playgrounds and we're like what the hell is this and it's all padded and nice and <laughs> like little little like swingy things and I'm like man yeah. like what the kids have no idea you're what just, we're, you're, yeah. just, you're just hoping for something like from like a horror movie yeah. but it's, yeah. it's just not <laughs> no it was just like like a, a Wiggles music video, <laughs> so we were, we were like, all right, we can't do this during the day because we're gonna look weird. So we're gonna have to do it at night. And we found this one really small little spinny thing in Canberra. Yeah, it was in Canberra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, we we managed to get our camera, sort of gaffer tape it to this uh, with our tripod to this spinny thing, like yep. you know, at ten o'clock at night in the middle of winter. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. So we're spinning around on yeah kids' playground <laughs> in the freezing cold. Um, yeah, trying to put on a show <laughs> yeah. and, you know, balance at the same time yeah. so we don't fall off this, yeah. this merry-go-round. Floodlights so. going and yeah, yeah. drums banging and music going and we were worried the cops were going to show up and think we were on LSD or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, well, this was the thing because, like, you know, the, the you know Nods could mime the vocals and same with the guitars. They weren't actually plugged into an amp or anything like that. They would be silly. But um, <laughs> to, to do my part, I actually had to have a drum. Yep. in front of me yeah, yeah. and I actually had to hit it because you can't mind that because yeah. it looks stupid yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm smacking the crap out of this drum on a, I'm thinking the cops are going to come yeah on a on a, <laughs> on a weeknight at about 10pm freezing cold and yeah, yeah, we thought we were going to get in trouble, but we yeah. we didn't. Managed to get away. We made with it. it through. Yeah. yeah, we made it through. So you'll see that in the video. You'll see this sort of effect where we're kind of, you know, the whole world's kind of spinning behind us in different colours, and it's kind of cool. That is um, cool. Yeah, yeah, we made it through that. I was first concerned about sort of setting up there and getting in trouble by the cops, and we got that done. The second concern was when I look up and there's a massive grey kangaroo staring at us because oh, yeah, we're at the Adventure Playground that. in Canberra there. Yeah, yeah this, it, we realised this was not our territory anymore. When the sun <laughs> went down, we're like, okay, we've got to get out of here. We're yeah, gonna, exactly. We're going to get kicked. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. It's like, hopefully uh, any residents in that area see the music <laughs> video and then understand that it was worth holding out. Uh, yeah, like, they'll be like, oh, well, at least, uh, yeah. you know, they got a cool video. Totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we apologise, residents of, <laughs> of Canberra. That was us. Uh, it was all in the name of art. Yeah. We, we appreciate your patience. Yep. And totally. um, yeah, make make sure you check out the video. <laughs> yeah. yeah, please yeah, do. We got, we got real dizzy and real cold, so check it out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> suffering for your art. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, well, it's good fun. That's what makes it art, I guess. Totally. Exactly. But um, yeah, so that, that's cool. So that'll be a, that'll be um, available on online um, for your, uh, for obviously on, it's on YouTube, yep. but also yep. um, Facebook. check out Facebook. Facebook and, yep. and, yeah. and uh, social media platforms mm-hmm. for that one. Yep. 
Um, and I'll uh, I'll I'll close out the show with that. So we'll we'll just remember to uh, check out the guys from Highview um, on uh, social media platforms as well as um, the um, Bandcamp page, yep. which I'm yep. going to put into the um, the link on the playback. Yep, beautiful. Um, so you guys can check that out and support these dudes for uh, all their awesome music. Yucka, yucka, bam. <laughs>